The other day I met a sales ninja. Let me tell you what happened. My doorbell rings, I open the door, and it's this salesperson from Terminex. And this is exactly what he said. Hi, I'm Greg with Terminex. We're servicing several homes in your neighborhood. Do you have a brief moment? I call this a mini invitation. Greg is basically asking my permission to chat. Uh, It's a polite thing to do when you're knocking on someone's door. I said, sure. And Greg said this. Thanks, Uh, if you don't mind me asking, how are you currently handling your pest control today? Do you have a service or are you doing it yourself or not really doing much at all? Now let's pause for a second here. What Greg didn't do is launch into his carefully rehearsed 45 second pitch, which typically sounds like this. The reason I knocked on your door is that we're running specials on our pest control because we're servicing several homes in your neighborhood. And I wanted to tell you about the service and the price. That type of start to a conversation would have put me in the zone of resistance because whenever I hear the pitch, I pull away. It's a natural reaction to sales pressure and pressure is seen as a threat. But what Greg's doing is he's just trying to understand how I'm currently getting the job done today to determine if I even have a problem rather than assuming that I have a problem. And that's the shift, right? When we shift from assuming to discovering, we lower the zone of resistance because when we're asking questions, we're not pitching. So again, Craig says, hey, if you don't mind me asking, how are you currently handling your pest control today? Do you have a service? Are you doing it yourself or are not really doing much at all? Because he's turning it into a multiple choice question, he makes it very easy to answer. Psychologists call this system one thinking. It doesn't require any thought. It's like responding to five times five, it's 25. He also uses the phrase, if you don't mind me asking, which again puts me in control. I I don't mind you asking. Uh, I said to him, we're not really doing anything. And then Greg said this, sounds like you're never seeing any bugs. Again, what he's doing here is he's not making any assumptions. He knows that his pest control product only has value if there's a problem. So he's using the word never also, which was an interesting choice of words. So I said, well, occasionally, I wouldn't say never, we see these tiny ants in the kitchen, but it's no big deal because I told him my wife uses this liquid and it gets rid of them. And then Greg says this, those sound like ghost ants. They can be a serious nuisance because they're known to nest inside the home. How often do they come back? Now let's dissect this. What he's doing here is he's illuminating the cost of inaction. He's also building a little credibility. He's saying, hey, these sound like ghost ants. So in my mind, I'm like, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. And they can be a serious nuisance. Not will be, but they might be. And then he's asking another question because remember, if you're asking questions, you're discovering and you're not pitching. He said, how often do they come back? And I said, every few months or so. And then Greg asks another phenomenal question. Here's what he said. What's been your experience using a pest control service? Now, Greg knows that I probably have looked into this, just like your prospects have probably looked into your solution, and for whatever reason, they didn't choose the switch. So what he's trying to do here is he's trying to proactively address the objections. He's trying to understand why I'm no longer using a pest control service. And this is exactly what I said. I said, well, we had one, but we stopped because we weren't really seeing 
a lot of bugs and I was paying 125 bucks a month. So it seemed like a lot to pay for not seeing you know many bugs. And then Greg paused for a second and he simply said, wow, 125 bucks a month? And then he paused. <laughs> the word wow made me subconsciously think, have I been overpaying for pest control? <laughs> Greg said, yeah, 125 bucks a month, wow. And then I leaned forward and I said, what do you offer? Now, this is a key moment. Greg's not pitching. I'm actually now asking him to pitch and that's a big difference, right? I'm leaning forward and I'm saying, what do you offer? And then he clearly explained what he did. He said, since we're servicing several homes in your neighborhood, you can get our pet safe service, which includes interior, exterior, and removal of these spider webs around your gutters for $49 a month. Now, listen to how he positioned that. Since we're working with several homes in your neighborhood, again, builds credibility, you can get our pet safe service. That was another objection I was gonna have because he noticed I have a pet. And then he simply provides the price, which is a big contrast between what I was paying. And I said, let's do it. It's a beautiful talk track that you can apply to whatever you're selling. No pressure, no assuming, no persuading, no overcoming. Like I said, a sales ninja. If you want other tips like this to help you sell without feeling like you're being salesy, check out my badass B2B growth guide, joshbron.com slash shop.